I wanted a career in which everything would matter. Because I'm motivated by something bigger than myself. So I joined the CIA. And now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Here, my abilities contribute to our mission. Agency professionals have extraordinary integrity and exceptional talents. And every day, we do work that's incredibly important. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit cia.gov careers to learn more and apply. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. OMG, I am so excited. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. BoxingVoice.com. What broke him down? Was it just the body punching? punching. I was was getting with body punching. I heard him actually he was crying in there. You're saying that Big was crying when you hit him? Yes. When when did that happen? And perhaps the fourth round on. BoxingVoice.com. So you knew you had him by that time. Absolutely, but I knew he was cuffing and taking those punches. Making women dances like, oh, oh, oh. Let's go, champ. <laughs> it's the champ. Get champ. Get the champ. I'm talking about punishment. We're going to punish you for 12 rounds. Either the referee says you had enough, or you can say you had enough, or you can stay your ass there all night until you ain't had enough. Hey, I feel I'm the best in the sport, and to be the best, you got to beat the best. And all I did was beat opponents. I worked my way from the bottom to the top. I won a title by beating top competition and, and top fighters. This guy with hands was a paper champion. Do you feel that you're the best super middleweight right now? 100%. Let's go, champ. He can bring the pressure. He can box. I'm a true champion. I'm willing to go to his turf in Atlantic City. I'm going to step on him. I'm going to crush him. Y'all can mark my work to this. I'm going to crush him. He's a C-plus fighter. I'm an A-plus fighter. Come Saturday night next week, all the fans tune in because I'm a dominant. This guy is flat for these swing while I'm not worried about who his trainer is because his trainer can't get in there and fight for him. gentlemen to another glorious morning another hashtag tbv podcast it's time to talk some boxing tgif even though every day is friday finesse 
<laughs> we are back, and we're going to be talking Tyson Fury, taunting, warning, Wilder, telling him the clock is ticking and that he won't wait. What does this mean? Every day it seems like Warren or, 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 or Fury or Eddie are insinuating that, that, that Fury could actually move on. And many wondering what's going on with Deontay Wilder and where is he at? So this is what we're going to be talking about this morning. Tyson's Fury's uh, social media posts warning Wilder that he won't wait for long. Insinuating as if Wilder isn't ready for the rematch or doesn't want the rematch. So this is what we're here to talk about. So, you know, Mario Munguia, Corpus Christi, Texas. Buenos dias. What's going on? What's going on? It's me, Mario. You know, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. We are two-handed today until the champ comes on probably. But, uh, you know, got to see the weigh-ins a little while ago. Delphine looking good. Katie looking good. Everybody looking good. Um, people saying Povetkin was wearing Yeezys, but I didn't. I don't. I thought they were Adidas. I mean, like, I thought they were the. Never mind. Anyway, uh, yeah, but everything looks pretty good set for tomorrow. Look forward to seeing the other weigh-ins later. And uh, did get up this morning. I did go for my run. Uh, wasn't a great time at all. Uh more discomfort in my shins and knees than had been the last few weeks. So I really can't take much time off of running. You know, I thought eventually my body would just get acclimated, but hasn't yet. Anyway, that was my morning. Nesta Gibbs in the house. What up? House music all night long. Say what? House music all night long. Say what? Yo, that's for Sony right there. Old school. Yo, uh, I don't know, man. Honestly... My, I, I got hands up in the air emoji right now. I don't, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what this means. Is it, is it Fury just, you know, messing around? Uh, does it really mean that he can go somewhere? I mean, it, at this point, I don't know. To be honest with you, you know, you got Bob Arum saying they're not doing it this year um, because of the crowd and stuff like that. So I just don't even know what to believe anymore. You know, I know that there's a contract, and I know that there's a rematch clause, and we know that Wilder's activated it, but I think that this fight's so much up in the air, and, um, you know, Brian Custard's interview with us yesterday, so organic but telling, it's like, even he has been trying to get Wilder, and he was told, you know, no interviews, you know, they, they want him to stay low-key, and, 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 I, and I get that. But Dan, can we get a little video of you out in the gym or something? Because I, 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 we ain't got none of that. So we're like, is he training? Is he recovered? I mean, we need an update, really. You know? And then yeah. you got Fury and Warren putting things out like this. You know, trying to trying to pollute the minds of Wilder fans. You know what I mean? And there's no Wilder representative out there. No one is shutting this stuff down, you know? Finkel gives you one or two quotes and, and literally a sentence you know so it's just like what's really going on yeah look I, I agree with you I think that I think that a we can't sit here and assume anything other than Deontay still wants the rematch 
because that's the last thing he said. And that makes sense with his personality, with his competitiveness. All that adds up, right? For him not to take the fight or not want the fight for whatever reason, that would be against the grain for him. That said, as the time continues to roll and as the time continues to tick, what happens is you start to get into a different narrative. Right now, it felt uh, it seems like Wilder fans versus Fury fans, and these are the guys that are really building up the fight, and these are the guys that are really going to send it over the top at the pay-per-view numbers, and you know if a gate can be had and all that stuff. However, a lot of Wilder fans and a lot of Fury fans are also just straight boxing fans. You feel me? I mean, there are a bunch of guys who only watch Wilder or only watch Fury, I'm sure. Just like I only watch the Dallas Cowboys. Rarely do I watch football outside of that. That said... It's getting to be so long and we're getting to this point where so much time has passed and we haven't heard anything from the Wilder side that now it's affecting boxing as a whole because this situation feels like it's such a buildup with heavyweights from Dillian White to Manuel Char to uh, AJ to uh, everybody in between. There, the, you know, there are so many fights out there and there's so many guys on the cusp of the horizon, you know, coming up the ranks you got your jared anderson's your fa's all these fighters so right now the longer that deontay takes to respond the more credit he gives to the fight just not happening period which is unfair but it, it, it it's unfair for people to assume that he doesn't want the fight just because he's not saying anything but that's what people are going to do that's what people are going to do. And so the more time passes, the more support he's going to ultimately lose, I think, by staying quiet. That said, let me tell you what it let, let me tell you if this is him setting the stage to where he is just focused, dialed in. This is the most dangerous thing he can accomplish. So it's on two sides. One side where it's this buildup of backlog of heavyweights and people are getting frustrated. Like, look, we just want to see fights plain and simple. Before everything, then it moves into a territory where it's like, well, wait, why isn't he saying anything? Is he in better shape? Is he actually running? Well, what's he doing? Is he getting stronger? So it's not just a hate. It's a worry. The, there's a side that's worried about what he is doing right now and whether or not what he's doing is directly going to reflect his ability to beat Tyson Fury. So it, it's a lot of negativity coming down. It's a lot of people trying to pressure him. You see it all over Twitter, you know, and that's the thing. Like if you're outside the bubble, you're not in social media, you don't really talk a lot of boxing other than this platform. You might not know it, but it, there's a shift going on. You know, the longer that Deontay has stayed out of the public eye, the more that that, shift is going to take place in favor of Tyson Fury, and people are going to start calling for him to fight. I mean, and you're talking public perception, but the truth yes. of the matter is, he, he, you know, him and his manager have come out verbally and accepted the rematch. So uh, what we do know is that Bob Arum has, uh, you know, seriously indicated that it seems difficult to get this fight done unless they could get it over the hump in December 19th at the Allegiant Stadium, and that's all dependent on capacity so here's to the great american settlers the millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills of course there is something else you could do if you got something to say start a podcast with spreaker from iheart and unleash your creative freedom maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss hey i'm no settler 
I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Industry leading. Difference making. Tomorrow shaping. World changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. I mean, I think we have our answer. I think that Fury's just doing what he's supposed to be doing. He's Absolutely. doing what Wilder. He's doing what Wilder did to AJ. He's taunting him. He's taunting him. You know what I mean? Um, but a contract is a contract, and I'm sure uh, Wilder is not gonna not not just Wilder, but you know Heyman boxing. They're not just gonna let this one. The same way that we, you know, there was people like myself that thought you know maybe the better thing for because I just thought that Andy would do it again. So I, I always thought initially that the better thing for AJ would, to do was to rebuild. Um, but, you know, his fans were like, no, of course not. You don't just let the belts go. And and now it's the same argument, you know. Uh, Wilder can't just let the belts go. But I'm with you, though. I hope that the silence means that he's working. You know what I mean? I mean, that would be the element of surprise if you go from a dude that's uh, completely open to a, com- a dude that's completely closed and we only see you on fight week, and then we're, like, surprised by the finish Isn't result. that what all the good guys do in the movies? Like, like, listen, I was a huge fan of Jean-Claude Van Damme, you know, the Rocky movies, right, growing up, uh, Bruce Leroy. Didn't they all kind of, like, have that moment where they were defeated or deflated? You know, basically act two, act three. Uh, they got They were in a position where it's like, I'm Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yo, I'm going to the you know, bushes. I'm going to hit bamboo sticks with my shins. I ain't talking to nobody. I'm out here in the Philippines. I don't know where he was. But that's what they... Yeah, exactly. He got body that's the first time do. around in Cyborg. He Bruh, had to come back for the rematch. They, <laughs> bro, that's what they do. That's what they do. It's like, yo, that's the ultimate, like, com- combat sport movie move it's like you just go off the grid right you rocky and rocky four you in the snow right you lifting logs and shit you going crazy this man's doing steroids in a state-of-the-art gym but you hitting the bricks you know what i'm saying so um and, and listen you said that that would be the more surprising thing in terms of like element of surprise yes you're right in terms of element of surprise but let's be real can we expect less from wilder like do you think wilder has that in him to do it cuz i do i think he does has have it what? in him to just to ghost it all and say fuck that i'm going to focus on every aspect of my game every aspect of my life mental physical spiritual uh intellectual everything so that I can get to that level, you know what I'm saying, and, and beat Fury because it's a tall task. It's a tall order to 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 fight and beat a Tyson Fury. I just want answers, man. I want answers. There's so many questions. Is the team still together? Is, is there a new trainer? Did you bring in Foreman? Did you fire Breland? Is Jay Diaz still there? Did you decide to start running? What is, like, give us something. I want something, but I guess silence is his best defense because it it is driving 
Wilder fans and Wilder haters mad. 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 They're going mad. They're big mad out here. They're big mad. They're, Bro, they're, they're, the they're memes, like they want the, something. They need oh, something. They, need they want something. him to come out. And every time they get a little snippet, it, they 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 go insane. They got a little video, they went insane. You know what I mean? So I don't know, man. I don't know. Again, I believe this is just Fury taunting, playing his version of games. But the silence could be Wilder's Wilder and his team's attempt to play mind games. You know, if you look at it from a whole, everyone thought Fury won the battle of words at the press conferences. You know what I mean? He was, you know, when he moved his head, when I move, you move. He was always, he had that charisma. You know, Wilder was more like, ah, you know, that's what we wanted. But Fury, he he countered all that with, you know, personality and charisma. So how do you defeat a smooth talker? By not talking. You know what I mean? By not talking. Um, How do you not, Fuel the fire by not doing or giving anything to fuel it. No videos, no workouts, no answers to the questions. But I do want answers. And maybe like Jack, I probably can't handle the truth. But I want it. I really want to know. Is Breland there? Is Jay gone? Is George, Big George in the building? Did you bring ah, him? Big George, I mean, bro. I forgot all about Big George. Exactly. He said, yeah, the Big George. Yo, that feels so long ago, though. Bro, I'm telling you. That feels so, well, I mean, that feels like a lifetime months? ago. What's, what, we're, we're six months out, bro. We're in the eighth month, bro. We're six months March, out. March, April, May, June, July, we're August. So it's out. been five, five and a half months almost since we reported that news. Oh, I'm Yo. not even talking about the new. I'm talking about the fight. Every 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 29th. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every 29th is a month down. So I'm just like Listen, and, and that's the thing is like for 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 Fury fans or 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 Fury believers, I guess whatever. Um it's 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 not just the 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 like the trolling or anything. I mean, there are a lot of people that just you know, they don't have any problems with Wilder. It's just a fight to them and they just think that their man's going to win and there's nothing wrong with that. That said, there is a contingency of people that feel like, you know, that they boast up, right? They, they get hyped when Fury comes out and says these things. But you absolutely nailed it on the head. At the end of the day, this is what Fury is supposed to be doing. He's supposed to be pushing buttons. This is his role in the promotion. He's playing it. Listen, Fury is a smart guy. He knows that he deserves to get paid for this fight. He doesn't really want to take – he doesn't want to take no pay cut to fight this fight. He doesn't want to take no pay cut to fight the third Deontay Wilder fight. Really? Yeah, that's what he's going to do? Like, nah, come on. Listen, could he? And and would it be okay? Yes, because he's got that AJ fight. And it would make so much more money that the investment scenario kind of plays out. But in reality, like, everybody knows that neither side wants to just not get paid. Like, that's not – none of them are interested in that. So he's going to continue to build, continue to hype – continue to try to taunt something out of Wilder to keep the interest. You know, I, I feel like it's crazy sometimes like 
I wasn't alive during the Ali era. You know, I wasn't alive for much of the Leonard era. But I definitely at one point was interested enough in boxing that I went back and watched documentaries, fights. I read articles, you know, I've read books where I understand some of the history, right? And, And I understand that this is what has transpired from the beginning of time. You have to promote the fight to sell the fight. It's a tried and true um, method of selling a fight. And and so Tyson Fury's, you know, he's well in hand. This is going to be another successful pay-per-view. Both men are going to get handsomely compensated. I think I know who wins at the end of the night, but I wouldn't be shocked at, you know, any outcome. So, you know, the shocking thing already happened. Yeah, man, like I said, I, I need them answers because um, it's, uh, you know, you just had a lot of stuff to say when other people lost, so, you know, going dark ain't really helping much. But that is the news, man, Um, and, and it's, it's one-sided. You know, we really only have uh, Furies and Warrens side to report. Um. Yeah, yo, what is a mush? Our UK guys, because I, I looked it up and it just sounds like it doesn't sound like a diss. It sounds. Like I know I've heard s- it before. I think I've heard it in. Um, I mean, to me, it does sound like a diss. But then when I read the Sid definitions, it, I, it, they don't. You know, it doesn't come off as you know that. So I'm. Yeah, I it, it, I know I've heard it before. There's a man. What was the band that Sid Vicious was in? Sex Pistols. I think there's a Sex Pistols song. I know. I know. In gambling, if you a mush, you 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 make everybody lose. I, I watched. Oh that yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. What was that from? I uh, watched that Bronx movie. Tell. Bronx Tell. And uh, yeah, good you know, callback. Oh, mush means big guy from Ryan O'Rourke in uh in the UK. But, yeah, it just don't sound good. He's like, where you at, mush? I'm like, huh? Where you at, mush? Yeah, that's what I said, Rube. Mush to us is a dude with bad luck at the gambling table, though. Not, you know, it's specific to gambling. You ever, so. you ever actually come come across a mush, a mush like that? <laughs> nah, man. I'm nah, my, me I, neither. I, I, I pretty much was my own mush or my own luck at the table. <laughs> Industry leading? Difference-making, tomorrow-shaping, world-changing. These are a few of the adjectives people use to describe the technologies and companies Deloitte works with day in and day out. Join us, and soon those very same adjectives could describe your career too. Explore technology careers at Deloitte.com slash techcareers and make an impact on business, technology, and society while engineering your future. At Deloitte. Yeah, word. I feel that. You know, yo, that's funny. Nah, but yo, I used to love uh, gambling, man. I, I used to do blackjack. Um, I even played like three card poker a little bit. Uh-huh. I got into that. Uh, roulette. You know, that's about it, I think. I never liked slots. But, man, I don't even know what else to say. It's pretty much I mean, over. We can open been, up the lines, man. There's not much to say other than, uh, you know, Fury out here doing Fury, man. Uh, putting the heat to Wilder and and and, and chanting him to come out and talk, man. Yeah, word. That's exactly what it is. But 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 at the same time, it is um, 
it is telling like there there is i think there is something to 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 this you know what i mean like there is a moment where something has to give and wilder has to break the silence you know how far are we off from there it feels like not very far i feel like you know the more and more weight that's being put the more and more likely we're to see a break in the silence but i think people got to understand that if you're wilder like you 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 know i see people in the chat like talking shit it's like the thing is, is that if you're Wilder, you've been put in such a shitty position where you've either said things or not said things and people have come out for you to put all this. Like, he's got to come back. He's got to answer for for his brother's comments. He's got to answer for all the stuff that has nothing to really do with anything that he actually said. So if, you know, if you're Wilder and you're put in this situation where you're responsible for all this bullshit that's been out on the internet you know glove gate and all this crazy shit it's like you don't want to be have to come back to that shit storm you know when people are so fucking ugly at the end of the day that fuck them anyway you know what i'm saying like i'm sorry my bad bro i'm sorry i just listen i i see it too much i've been saying for like months i'm gonna get off twitter but <laughs> i don't know i'm kind of addicted to it i guess but i just hate the negativity like i see people and i'm just like oh fuck you like i just I don't know the memes like they're all just so juvenile and and is it funny? Yeah, it's funny. I'll chuckle at things that are actually witty and clever, but for the most part, it's just trolls trying to get a rise out of people. You know, you tagging Wilder like what is Wilder gonna do? You know what I'm saying? Like I'll tell you what Wilder would do. He'll Charlie Z your ass because he already did that to one troll. So that's why I don't play with that man. Like that man, that man, yo. Anyway, I'm not even gonna say it. So um, let's open up these lines. And uh, actually, we got five minutes before we get Summer Lynn. We could kind of mix and match is really on you. Because uh, we do got Summer Lynn, Jessica McCaskill's uh, stable mate. And I, maybe she may be signed to Jessica now. Right? Because they're, they're opening under a management company and stuff. So that may be what's going on. Shout out to Jessica McCaskill, man, getting that big win versus uh, Barakas. You know, I seen that it looks like Barakas, Eddie said something about doing a rematch this year. They going right back in it that quick if if if, if Barakas takes it. That's crazy. Well, from 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 what Rick said, it seems like the only viable option in their mind. Like all the other fights either aren't there yet. Or aren't aren't there anymore? We got I guess some I super chats. Uh, let me I'll get bet, to bro. that. Looking like uh, Eric Cruz. TBV never fails me. Another one. Shout, Shout out, out to Cruz. Eric Cruz in Texas. Border Wars fighter. Long, long. The dude who time does listening. his talking in the ring. Uh, Coach Mitty says, why you acting like Brian Custer didn't say that there is a PBC gag order on Wilder? Keep the same energy you have for AJ. Uh, I did say that. Seems like even UK hosts have wax in their ears. <laughs> I specifically say, yo, ever since, uh, you know, Custer said that, um, and even he can't get Wilder, you know, you know, things are crazy. Yeah, I heard you. I heard you. No, I'm 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 repeating myself to Mr. Meady. Mr. Oh, I Meady. Got you. I, got you. I guess during the morning shows he plays just UK Tro. I don't know. He joins, <laughs> he joins in the fun with his boys in the chatty. 
But uh, Summerlin got the link, so we waiting. We waiting. I think they, uh, let me see if I could just add Jessica, because we're going to get them both, so isn't that fun? Yo, if I leave Twitter, though, for real, I'll probably <laughs> still keep, like, a Twitter account. I just thought, like, I'll, not like a troll account, but just, like, not an account that's my account. You feel me? Like, not with my name. You sound crazy. Um, you sound like you're a troll. And it's not that. It's like I, like I see these, like, things us. that are said, right, by people. Like, I don't know. I guess, listen, Yo, if you've been. Why do you let it affect you so much? You know you talk about Because Twitter. I just, like. A lot. I don't know. It's the dudes that think that they're the smartest people in the sport that are the ones that are like the biggest haters. You know what I'm saying? Like they just hate everything. And it's like, why you even watch boxing if you're just going to talk shit about it all the time? Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy mm-hmm. to me. But anyway. No, I hear you. Yo, okay. I'm not going to lie. Dillian White looks freaking crazy. Yo, he's good. very low, right? Didn't he come in like 250? Uh, something like that's I didn't get lower, to hear it with all the audio. The, yeah, I think somebody sent me a DM saying that that's lower than the um, than the Rivas weight. So he 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 out here to make that statement. For he sure. looked good, man. He, he his face almost looked a little different based off of um, just how chiseled. It might be the wrong. It might be too much of a word. Maybe a little hyperbole, but. He just looks more chiseled, I guess, is probably the right way to say that. But, yo, he looks so good, man. I'm telling y'all, like, I know we got so much people, yes, so many people yesterday, including UK uh, guys saying, you know, they didn't believe in white. Um, you had Alex from Australia picking Pavekin, yeah, making that an official, yeah. like, betting pick, which yeah. to me was a little far-fetched. But Which our betting show, one. which our betting show is going to be today at 4 p.m. on Patreon. 4 p.m. Yeah. Um, but wait, 5 p.m. Right, Eastern. Mm-hmm. Got you. Uh, so um, anyway, I, I I don't know though, man. Dillian just looks really good. I I think he's gonna be a guy that everybody's gonna be very. Did you freeze, Chad? Nah, somebody else is there. Oh, that's Coach Mitty. My bad. Um, anyway, yeah, I just feel like he's much better than people think. I feel like he's going to probably beat and can beat somebody in the top three. Who's that? Um, I don't know, champ. I don't know. I guess we're going to have to wait. Oh, you're talking about Dillian White beating someone in the top three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he'll have a top three win if he gets the opportunity by next year. And he will be a top three fighter, Hmm. you know? And And I might be a little... Uh, you know, over, over, over hyped on him, maybe. Or, or I, you know, you're just if that's, you know, it's nothing wrong with being Manchester. It's not about. It's, it's, I don't know. I just think he's a fun fighter. Like he's, he's, he's kind of a throwback. Yo, Rob but, said that Winters weighed in at 193. I told y'all he was a cruiserweight. That's why I said, like after the Parker fight, I kind of seen that he's just too small. But he's, he's saying he's one of those guys promoters are gonna pick up because he's a Hank Lundy. He could sell the bill. But still, their A-side gets the win. Uh, hopefully, I'm wrong, you know, and he came in extra light to be extra fast, but I don't know. Yo, guys, can you hear me? Midi. Midi. All right. My audio might be bad, right, because I'm driving, so, so I apologize. But I just wanted to, to clear up something real quick, right, because... You know, I hear like, you know, waxing the ears and stuff like that, you know. I'm just saying like, you know, you have a problem with the eyes, man. 
my point was not so much whether you said it or not. My point was on the energy level with uh, with Wilder, right? So when Wilder listens to the order from his team, which is a smart thing, by the way, we don't hear nothing like, oh, he's a man of the people and he's going to you know, let... You know, please the people with just being open and talking and explaining and all those things. When AJ does does that, oh, he's got a boss. Oh, you know, AJ is like media trend. Oh, AJ, you know, he's got to say what Eddie tells him he's got to say. Now you have like that someone in a media world that well, tells you well, that he doesn't have access to him anymore. And he feels like he's been told that he doesn't, he needs to cut it out with the bullshit because he's looking bad with the bullshit that he's putting out there. You know, that's good advice. Follow yes, exactly. But if, you know, but if you on, think on it's... Side, we have to keep that same energy. Why, hold on, hold on, Mitty. man of the people? Mitty, uh, we got some Lynn. But again, if you believe that it is good advice, then why are you clowning them for taking that advice? Um, I am not clowning him. I'm telling you it's about energy, and that's why people tell that, oh, the show is biased. We you got, know? We got if some we don't want to be biased, we have to keep that same energy. So, sorry, let, let's go with the interview. Uh, you guys got the rotation lock on again. There you go. About to hook it up for us. Thank you. So, we're, we're live now with Summerlin and Jessica McCaskill. So, Summerlin, I want to thank you, obviously, for taking out the time to come on the program, talk a little bit of boxing with us. And uh, just basically update us on everything that is Summerlin. Obviously, uh, Rick has talked very highly of you. And uh, we hear that you're uh, obviously a stable mate of Jessica. So we want to get to know you 2-0. And, and they're saying the future of the welterweight division. So a lot of high praise. What could you tell us? Good morning. Good morning, guys. Thank you for having me. Um, but, yeah, I have been just working at this weight, like behind Jessica, now that I am turning pro and at this weight, now I have Jessica set a path for me for my future. So what she does dictates what I do. And so she's cleared a path for me and has given me more looks upon me for my career coming up. So Summer, uh, I'm Marty Wungia, by the way. Thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, hello, Jessica. Um, <laughs> I just want to get the Summerlin story. You know, I, I hadn't heard much about you. I'd heard of you before. And then we had Rick on, you know, and, and he talked so highly of you. And, and Ness had said, you know, we had talked off camera about, and he had said, oh man, I've heard of her. I've, a lot of people have said things. Just give me your story, how you got into boxing and, and how it's taken you to this point. So before I started boxing, I started when I was around seven years old, I started doing like jujitsu, judo, wrestling. And I did that all the way up until I was like about 12, 13. And when I was turning like I was 12 and I was about to turn 13, I'm like, hey, dad, like, I want to go try boxing. He's like, OK, like you're at this age where you could you kind of understand it. You're not going to like take this like for granted and anything like that. So he took me all over Chicago to just to find a gym. And I went to Sam's. I went to all these other, other places that just didn't feel like home. It didn't feel like when I walked in, I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, but the last place we looked and it was a body shot up uh, six years ago. Um, I walked in and did my first class and I was like, yep, this, this 
square I'm going to stay. And I haven't ever left since. So, I mean, six years going on seven years. So, it's, it's been a ride. That's that's awesome. And and how many gyms did you try before that? Just curious. Um, like a handful, like maybe five, five, Man, six. That is I so smart. That. That's so, so smart. Bad. No, no, no. Listen, I when I started, I started jujitsu in college, right? And they told me go everywhere, take your free classes. I went to one, hated it, stayed there for a year. You know, mm-hmm. then I got out of it and came back a few years later. I tried every gym. And I found one that exactly like you said, it just felt like home. The people were just cool. You know, the coaches were laid back. Just so many good things about that appeal to me, you know, that might not appeal to others. So I get that for sure. Definitely. Yeah. So when did you make the decision to go pro? Um, I or rather, let me last- rephrase that. When did you know you were good enough to be a pro? So Rick has this kind of thing, like when I first started boxing, he sat me like kind of like we were just having like a conversation by like the sink up in our gym. And he kind of just like told me what I'm going to do, like kind of like saying like, OK, you're going to do golden gloves or not golden gloves, silver gloves, power gloves, junior Olympics, all these nationals. And he's like, you're going to win all of that. And after all that, you're going to turn pro. And I just kind of just like, all right, I'm like, I'm going to believe in you and I'm going to give you everything I have. and. I have gotten that far and I've gotten to that point and he puts on our head, like we're so good. He like keeps telling us to push us higher and higher, higher. So that eventually like when we get to that point, like we're just ready to go. We don't have to think about it. So, so how many total amateur fights and, and how old are you? Um, I'm 19 and oh, wow. I had 15 amateur fights. Okay, and wow. I, obviously, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to assume. So, why turn pro so soon with only fifteen amateur fights? Um, and I know women's and men's boxing is completely different. Just you know, want to know from your own mouth. It was just about the timing and how it was. You don't necessarily want to always stay amateur for too long. I was already doing it for six years, and obviously, I need to wait until I turned eighteen to turn pro, but after that to that point where I felt like there was no fights for me in amateur like I would have to go out of state just to fight and that'd be every once in a while and then it got to the point where I'm like okay well now I want to make the big next step what's the next step is turning pro so and it's at like 15 fights I feel like I've been around to like and saw many things but I still couldn't be broke but I think the next point was just to turn pro. So uh, obviously I'm sure that you understand the landscape of, you know, women's boxing better than, you know, most, uh, that said, from what I understand about it is that it is a fast paced nature in the sense that you don't get the luxury of being, you know, a, a Canelo who gets, you know, 150 fights before he fights anybody. You don't get to develop in the same type of way. There's usually this kind of like immediate burst into the scene for, people that separate themselves, women that can separate themselves. Is that a realization you have? Do you think that, um, that you, do you feel the pressure to be ready faster? I guess is the best way I could preface that. Um, 
I don't feel the pressure, I guess. I'm so used to going at such a fast pace with anything. But, yeah, I feel like there you you kind of want to get in that like that perfect time spot. Like, if you go too slow, then you miss it. Then if you go too quick, you miss it. So you kind of just want to ride wherever you are at. Oh, that makes sense. Comfortable for you. And with summer being 18, this is a very good time opportunity to be able to take it slow. With me, I'm about to be 36 in like a couple weeks. So there was no option to take it slow at all. It's just speed yeah. with amateur, get the amateur over with, start the pro. And obviously, you know, we've gotten so far in 11 fights where Summer, um, you know, she can have a couple of fights and then she can go for some smaller belts and then maybe go for a bigger belt. And so this is this is going to be a little bit of an opportunity to change up the business structure to work on a slower paced um, career. Uh, if it were a guy, it would kind of be the same thing. Um, but like she said, she's been moving at such a fast pace for so long. If we if we need to make that big jump towards a big fight somewhere, we're we're ready to do it. Yo, I love that answer. It would be awesome if uh, Summer you played a role, big or small, in you know the change uh, that women's boxing clearly needs in a lot of areas. You know, and 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 uh, so you know, I, I get that. Uh, let me ask Jessica for a second. What what describe Summer's style for us? Because oh. obviously, you know, I can ask the fighter, but I just I think that with your eyes and experience, um, maybe there's some insight that you can give us. I call Summer the juggernaut. Like this chick, like sometimes I feel like this broad, you know, because I spar with her, like you know, yeah. and, and it started out this girl. She didn't know how to jump rope. She was 12 years old. And I'm thinking she's going to leave. She's not going to come back. And she kept coming back. Like she That's kept tough. coming back. So it's like you couldn't shake her if you wanted to. And the resilience is awesome. But she just keeps coming forward. And it doesn't matter if you put, you know, me in front of her, a guy in front of her. Like she'll, she has like these weird angles. Like she'll hit your body. And it's just like, where did you even come from to hit me there? You know, she's like so powerful. And, you know, even if, even if like she doesn't win that exchange, she's going to keep coming. So I, that's why I call her the juggernaut. Mm. So Jessica, is this, uh, is this the, a, a fighter that you're managing with Rick or is Rick strictly managing? Cause I know you guys said the last time on the interview that you were starting a management company together. Is this the first fighter right. under that company or this is a Rick fighter? This is a rig fighter as of right now. I don't want to put any claim on anything, um, but I am putting in uh, all of my efforts as well just to make sure that, um, you know, whatever she needs to push her career that I'm involved. So then when I do get my own fighter, then we're ready to go. Man, that's so smart. So smart. Such a good way to look at that. I love it. Love it. Yeah, I, I I enjoy that you guys are going to take a slower pace route with her. She's uh, only 19. There's really no no need. But uh, can you just, uh, I don't know if you want to answer or have her answer uh, the 15 amateur fights. Is it in six or seven years? Because that's kind of not a lot of fights. That's like two fights a year or something like that. Any particular reason? And then the double question would be, since you're only fighting two year, two times a year, is she a gym rat? Oh, Summer, well, like like she said, she's always been in the gym since about the age of seven, just working on a different art form. So with her having all of that time 
um, learning structure and discipline in a combat sport, I think that definitely adds a lot of time. I mean, when, when you think about it, in Illinois, you're supposed to have 20 fights to, to turn pro. But because of her background, they approved her to turn pro, um, just knowing that she has all of that behind her and that she's not just somebody off the street, you know, turning pro. Um, and I think with her having that background, her being a gym rat um, and her fights being fights that are on national level, like we've, we've gone to Reno, we've gone to Atlanta, we've gone to these tournaments that will actually place her in a ranking. So having those, it's kind of um, kind of mirrors what I'm doing, where it's like, okay, I only have 11 fights, but like six of them were belt. So fighting on a higher level is going to give her some more of that experience than just fighting some, you know, girl around the way in Chicago. You know, we're looking for quality, not necessarily quantity. Summer, did you uh, get to see uh, Jessica's fight in person, or did you have to watch it like the rest of us? Uh, this is the second fight, but I have not got to go there and see it in person. So all the other fights that uh, Jessica's had, I have been there ringside doing every all the behind the scenes. So it kind of, I was at home and it was, yeah, it was, I was literally sitting on the edge of my seat the whole time. And I was like, oh my God, I literally broke a nail, squeezing my mom's hand so tight. <laughs> and then when they said and knew. I started bawling my eyes out. I was so happy. It was, it was something like you. It's like I grew up here and like with her behind, like in the shadows. And it's just like I get. I feel like she's not also like my teammate. She's like a sister, you know. So it's just yeah. kind of like I. I just like I. Whatever she does when she wins, it feels like I win because I want her to win so much, you know. That's such an awesome way to look at it. And, and, and the reason why I bring that up is because, you know, we've been talking about um, Andy Ruiz, uh, the heavyweight fighter who beat AJ and then um, lost in the rematch. Uh, and, and we've been talking about the fact that, you know, he was supposed to be training with uh, Canelo's um, trainer. Right. And, and we figured that Andy Ruiz could, you know, he would benefit from being able to see a Canelo. Every day, a guy who's at the top of the top and still works as hard as he does. Um, and so I guess uh, I preface all that by asking, you know, is that what you get from Jessica? Are you able to look at Jessica, see what she accomplished and say, yo, she still came to the gym the Monday after she won the unit after she became the unified champion. Like, are you able to see those things and draw inspiration, draw whatever it is that you need to draw to better yourself? Yeah, totally. I mean. Even after, like, the fight in October and in my other fight in December, it was back to the gym the next day. It's just kind of the way we set the bar for ourselves. We want to show that, like, we're, we're still there. Even if we're not actually working out or we're actually we're still part and trying to do our part in the gym. Because there's so many parts of the gym. This is our gym. is like our home. We want to take care of it and we want to do whatever we can for it. So, but no, she definitely rubs off me. Definitely rubs off on me. That's what's up. That's what's up. Nessa, did you did you set a Patreon post? I don't think Nessa's. I think he cut out. Uh, I think we're still we're still live though, so it's it doesn't matter. But we do have questions. I, I'm pretty sure I saw it. Uh, we do have questions from our Patreons. Summer, this is our. Um, you know, most intelligent, most loyal listeners. Uh, so these aren't going to be like any troll internet questions or nothing like that. <laughs> Um, and, and at the same time, if you don't 
want to answer any of them, you absolutely don't have to. Um, you know, Jessica, Jessica has been through, uh, this a couple times already. So she, she, she could, she, she knows how this works, but, uh, oh man, where, shoot. Um, you know what? I, I think there's something wrong with Patreon cause it's not loading anything for me. Ness. Shoot. What up? Is, is there no summer post? I don't see it anywhere. No, there is. Shoot. Okay. Good. Uh, well, at least I, I, I didn't. Because I, I was thinking it wasn't on the thing, but it just wasn't showing. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Know. You didn't have the time. All right. You no. Know, good. It's all good. Um, summer. Those are our questions. Unless Ness, you have anything else? No. That's it. That's it. Who's in? The all right, Summer. We want to thank you for coming on. It was a pleasure getting to talk to you, getting to know you, and uh, definitely can't wait to watch you fight. Uh, you know, in your next fight. Do you have any clue when that's going to be, or, or anything on the horizon that that you can tell us about? I'm not really sure what's going to come next. Just um, I have a couple of promoters that are uh, wanting to sign me, so it's just kind of going back and forth with three promoters. So I'm just kind of letting Rick um, navigate that for the best deal for me. me. And after that, then something, I guess. Mm, okay. Well, Any, can you uh, give out your social media uh, for anyone who is following you so they can do so? Yes. So uh, Instagram, it's going to be summertime shy underscore. And then if you want to find me on Facebook, it's just Summerlin. And then I believe on Twitter... Uh, I think she's searching my name. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, we just followed you because I was asking Rick uh, to send it to me, but I guess he's busy. But uh, and I'm gonna screen share it here for the people um so that they they are watching live. They can follow. Summer, I want to thank you, obviously. And uh, when you have anything, you know, let Rick know and uh, Jessica to get you right back on so that we can uh. Let the world know whatever announcements you may have. Yes, for definitely, for sure. Well, thank you so much. Once again, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Summer, thanks, Lynn, Summer, Jessica, Rick Ramos, fighter, and Jessica McCaskill, the undisputed champ. Champ, thank you once again for the connection. Um, well, uh, Mario, did you figure out what weight she was? Oh, 47, 47. I'm sorry. Welterweight. Well, well yeah. it's not forty-seven, but it is welterweight. Oh, women's is forty-five. Women's is uh, no. welterweight for women no. is uh, shoot. I don't no, know if I no, no, it is welterweight because remember that Rick. But uh, said, it's not one forty-seven though. It's like uh, it, it is like a one forty-five or something like that. Now nah, remember that Rick said, "Oh, she messed up and gave us a catchweight of one forty-five to 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 Cecilia." Oh, that's right. You're right. But the but here's the thing though. If you don't know this, um, I, and and I, I man, I, I don't, don't. Even really want to speak on it because I'm not sure about it. But I don't think that women have ever had set weight classes like that. I think they had them in the past. They have them in the amateurs for sure. But I feel like I'm talking out of my ass. I read this article on it like, I don't know, like a month ago. And it was, it, it supposedly women's boxing has evolved like two different times in terms of weight classes. So um, I don't think that there is a 47 limit like that though. I think it's just like a perceived one. But I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Somebody in the chat just... Tell me that I'm talking shit and fig and give me something for real because I don't I don't know if I'm saying that right. 
Yo, so she's only 18 or 19, and she's already... She's 19, 19. She just is, turned 19 last month. This is full-time for her because she's doing personal training, too. So this is full-time for her. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I agree with you. 15 fights isn't a lot in the amateurs, per se. But I think that the fact that she's been doing some sort of combat sport... Excuse me. Since um, she was... I mean, before the age of 12, she said, right? Uh, and, and you know, having jujitsu under her belt, having wrestling under her belt and all that, it, it does prepare you for the act of going into a situation where you're going to compete against somebody else in, you know, that kind of manner. But ultimately, I think that you're right. It is not a lot of fights. She needs to develop. And I love what Jessica said about her being able to be a fighter that kind of changes that uh, narrative. Um, I don't think one fighter is going to do it. It's going to, you know, they're going to, you're going to have to develop several fighters like that and give them the opportunity <clears throat> to really build their name and their stardom. Because a lot of, you know, like Katie Taylor is a very different type of fighter. Clarissa is a very different type of fighter in that there was a lot, a lot of hype with them before, but most women fighters, and maybe it's because I haven't been watching women's boxing all that long, you know, five years pretty much. And, um, but for me, I feel like a lot of them just kind of pop up on the scene, unless you're a hardcore and you've come up across the Sensei's Estradas, you know, you knew who Marlena Sparza was, you know, you knew who, uh, uh, shit. The girl that trains in Vegas, uh, you knew who these people were like after the fact or, or like, you know, in terms of being at the pro level. So with Summer being able to come out, get am, um, you know, get professional fights, develop, you know, not be rushed into a situation where, you know, she's she's like a franchise Cruz who she didn't have a lot of fights, you know, but to develop. And, you know, yeah, she was an amateur. Yeah, she was on the, you know, the team. And so she had that experience. But that's just not the case for a lot of uh, these women, and specifically when talking promoting <clears throat> at the pro level. Well, uh, listen, man, let's open up the phone lines. Uh, like we said, this is a quick report letting you know uh, Tyson Fury taunting Wilder, uh, trying to get him to come out and play like the Warriors. And then we had Summer Lynn on. 19-year-old, 147-pound, two-time national amateur champion turned pro with Rick Ramos, who's developed a homegrown, undisputed two-divisional champ. Shout-out to Ramos, man. That's got to be a sense of accomplishment. We're going to go out to these sponsors and then uh, get out to all the phone calls. We've got a couple of other shows planned for you immediately after this. So if you haven't already done so, go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Last time we checked, we were at 115,526. So we need about, mm, what, 74 more people to take us to that 600 mark. I'm refreshing here. No drum roll. Doomy's missing. Ah. Yeah. We lost two people. So we're at 115,524. So if you haven't done so already, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Helps with the visibility. It's going to help us grow. It's going to help us continue to get these big name guests multiple times a day. Every day. Uh, let's go out to these sponsors. Oh, you know what? Today is Yo, real quick, White Mr. Ardor, uh, thank you. He said there is a limit for 147, just like men. Thank you. I, I, I read something different, but I'm believing you because you seem to know a shit ton about amateurs and 
everything. So I'm riding with what you're saying. These calls are brought to you by El Camino Electrical Services, experts in electric vehicle charging stations. For consultations and turnkey installation, visit us at ElCaminoElectricalServices.com. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. Caesar, Las Vegas, what up? Yo, yo, yo. Good morning. Morning, champ. Man, you in a good service area, huh? God, man, it's rare out here. Uh, man, hope you guys are having a good morning. Happy Friday, man. Uh, you know, Fury's just doing what Fury does, man. It's really what it is. I mean, do we really... You know, are we ever? Do we ever expect them not to get on social media and start clowning or trying to sell the fight or whatever? Um, did you guys see the quote from Shelly Finkel talking about uh, that Walder might pull out of the fight or some shit like that? Hell no! Where I, you seen that at? Show me that. I didn't see that. I seen this. I seen. All right, I'll I'll try to get the screenshot and I'll I'll shoot it to you. I need a I need a link. Screenshots is photos. Photos could be shot. You you say sure. Shelly Finkel said that? Yeah. Yo, hey, yo, but I got a question. That's hey, I don't know if I misheard you or not, but that, um, a while back you guys were saying uh, you had uh, T-shirts for the fifteen and up patrons, or am I tripping? Definitely was a while back. <laughs> but whenever Doomy's girl takes on, I got I got boxes, bro. It's just the task of sending it out is difficult. Look look at look at Dominic. First of all, I sent Dominic two. He he never got him, but those two took like a year to get to for me to send. And now he's waiting on a third. It's about to take another year. It's not easy <laughs> to get to the post office. I my girl sent Aliano one the other day, and I'm trying to get her to send Dominic's. I don't we going to post office, dog. Like again, yeah, Doomy said he's gonna do that. And I want to do that because that helps us uh, gain Patreons. You know, if you offer a shirt to sign up, it's even better. But it's a full-time job. Then y'all live in different places. So the shipping fee is different for Vegas. Like, it's different for Texas. And then, bro, it's a headache. It's a it's a full-time job, for real. That shipping is serious. You know what I mean? Then the I post office you. acts whack. They don't even want you to record. Like, I'm in there trying to show y'all I'm about to send all these damn packs. Hey, shut your camera off for whatever federal reasons. It's crazy. It's crazy, I'm telling you. But we are trying to do that. Doomy has talked to his girl. She is willing and wants to ship for us. So then I just got, you know, whenever they're ready, I just got to send the merchandise over, which I have a lot of, bro. So then we'll we'll turn it up, and you already know, longtime patrons like yourself will definitely get signed. It's been it's been plenty of people that receive things like Eric Cruz and things like that. But I got you, champ. Yo, do me in the chat saying he's been asking you for weeks for the shirt. He's no, I'll just play. I'll just play. He's I'll lying. just play. I'll just bro. Him. Literally, literally, I got <laughs> I got two boxes with over a hundred Patreon only TBV shirts with the twelve round on them in my l- dining room. I've never even cared to bring them upstairs and, and put them away. 
Ever since Enrique made them, they still in the bag inside the box in the dining room. My girl, bruh, if she could hit me with the broom, she'd have been done it to get them shits out of it. They literally been there for over a year. Damn. Yeah. Over a year, bro. Somebody going to receive some of them shits with some white dog hair from my dog. That's how long they've been there. I'm promising. DBX, DBX says he's been waiting since the, for his shirt since the first Fury Wilder bro, fight. Bro, listen, ask, <laughs> ask Mitty. Ask Mitty, right? I think when Mitty was the first time, when Mitty first, 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 like, signed up or whatever, I sent Mitty a shirt. But Mitty had like a, a a a middle spot, and now we know Mitty travels back and forth to America, so his company got different locations. But Mitty gave me like a like a, a New York mailing address to send it to, and then you know I, I guess they send it to him or or he picks it up. I don't freaking know, but Mitty got hella shit. Mm, that's what's up yo uh <laughs> shout out to psk well, in the chat shit, said, hashtag shirt gate <laughs> yeah yo no and, and hashtag uh hashtag tracking numbers and Seriously. shout out to real nausea chick who says to be fair i got t-shirts at border wars so there you go you know she she she, she know what's up it's easier when you there, bro. They know when when we when we got an event, I show up with boxes and I'm giving them out. I'm giving them out. I feels you, champ. Yo. Um who we got next? Cause just so you know, uh, if you're listening right now, we are going live. I think again after this, yeah, right, Ness? Yeah, yeah. Let me get the J Mac yeah, so. in New Orleans so we could get come right back with some more boxing conversation. More goodage. You know how these bitches is in the sport. Total disrespect. Kid has no class, no style. I'm a gorilla. I'm a dog. I'm a dog. I'm a gorilla. The smartest thing you can do. Stay away from Darren. It can't be the man. man. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, I'm, I'm chasing him, you want to bet a hundred thousand on it? Let's bet a million. Easy. Let's bet a million. Yo, can y'all hear me? Yep. And I can't wait till that fight happens so I can change that intro. Cause it ain't gonna be worth the million afterwards. Nah, but uh, for as Tyson Fury and uh, like if I get it right, is this? Something about him fighting Dylan White and they keep hitting it out there. Keep trying to make rumors saying he ain't going to be waiting. Is he trying to put something like, trying to put it like while they're stalling or something? Hell yeah, that's exactly yeah, what that's he's exactly trying to do. Yeah, that's exactly what he's... I think, uh, and Tyson Fury, if you notice, he got a lot of tricks up his uh, sleeve. Sometimes he, he, shit, he had a lot of tricks in his gloves too. So, I mean, it's just all... Uh, Politicking is trying to um, paint a narrative so when something happens, it can appear to be this, kind of rev up the fans. I still don't think and buy that he's getting out that contract unless Wilder say so. That's it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Until I hear something from Wilder and this, <laughs> this screenshot. El Gran Excuses tonight, Roy. Let's not ask questions like that. Let's touch 
I'm just, just listening, man. Lewis, what up? Lewis Rivera. Gotta unmute. Going once, twice. Majid, talk to us. Orlando. What up, what up, what up, what up? What up, Everybody, like the video, get those subscribes up, help them reach the new goal, and join Patreon for something. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still looking at it the same. Like, I feel like, you know, Tyson Fury is growing impatient because, you know, he need that boxing to, you know, keep his uh spirits up and everything. But I feel like at the end of the day, he cleared the fight in USA. You know, Bob Arum got the rights to that fight in the USA that he owned. He don't got the license in UK. So I feel like, if anything, that dude probably try to go franchise and leave that uh, main WBC title to, like, uh, Dillian White and Deontay Wilder to fight it out while he go to Bigger Fish, maybe AJ. But with that lawsuit with Dillian White, I, I'm like, you know, that's the only thing that he could do, go franchise or something like that. But other than that, that's Wilder contract, and that's uh, all that I got. Yeah, man, the franchise is starting to seem more and more realistic. Um, not too long ago in the WBC convention, virtually, Lance Pugmire brought it up to uh, Mauricio Suleiman, you know, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, and he says something like, you know, if, we're, if Wilder were to lose to Fury, would you consider making Fury franchise champion? so that he could move on to fight AJ and not have to worry about White. And he was like, oh, let's not speculate. Let's let the heavyweight division shine. You know, Wilder, Fury, White, those are great fighters. Let's, let's, let's let that work itself out. But then he ended it with um, everything is, uh, I mean, everything could be negotiated and, and anyone could take step-aside money. So, it, it, look, we all know that it's always going to take money. You know what I mean? If if the right money comes along, we've done shows where, where, where hardcore Wilder fans have said, oh, give that man 20 million to step aside then. Give him 20 million. Give him 10 million. So, you know, again, if he gets what, 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 what all the hardcore Wilder fans are suggesting he get, if he gets what his manager, uh, you know, asks for to step aside, I'm sure that he would step aside because that's why the manager asks for whatever amount. If he doesn't want to step aside, then he will not. But um, you know, money is 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 how you get something like that accomplished if it can. Because sometimes, you know, money doesn't change it. Sometimes, you know, the ego, the pride, are bigger than the prize. Uh, my Jimbe, what up? Buenos dias. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Yeah, that Jessica McCaskill pick that I got wrong, man, is still killing me. Still killing me. I should have. I should have picked her. Uh, but she seems like a really nice person. I like that they're gonna take this, uh, you know, this uh, prospect uh, slow uh, because it seems like it's always in the women's division. They take. They seem to take things a little too quickly for some of these girls. Um, but yeah, the Wilder man. I'm, I'm like you. I want to hear something. I want to hear him say something, rebuttal, you know, just come back with something. It doesn't have to be much, but um, yeah, man, I'm starting to wonder a little bit, you know, uh, if all the rumors of him changing camps and everything is true. 
Um, but yeah, man. Yo, uh, Ness, if Shannon comes back on, it comes on today. Can you ask him what was his opinion on Andy uh, taking Reynoso instead of Teddy Atlas since since he has a a relation? Well, since he had a relationship with Teddy, we actually talked to him about that a couple weeks ago. Um, I don't remember what he said verbatim, but essentially what he said is just like. Some trainers will work for some and some will work for others. Some people need that um, corporal – that's not the word. What is it? Drill sergeant. Some people – I was going to say corporal sergeant. Some people need that drill sergeant, you know, and then some people don't respond to that. Some people need like kind of like a father figure type. But that's essentially what he said. Shout out to Rick Ramos Boxing, Rick Ramos, who, um, as we mentioned earlier, was the manager of our uh, guest, Summer Lynn. Um, you know, very bright women's, uh, a very bright welterweight in the women's division. Uh, also Jessica McCaskill, uh, but shout out to him. He just, uh, sent a super chat. No, uh, no message, just 25 bucks super chat just to show love. And, uh, you know, listen, that's a really great team. Like you listen to Rick Yo, talk and you listen to, to Rick, Jessica man. talk. Shout out yeah, to Rick shout out for to that. Rick. And, uh, you listen to him talk, they understand the sport so well, like on different levels. Oh, shit, he's cartooned. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> dope, right? That's fly. I like it. Ah, he said, I hope I'm wrong about Spence, but I don't know. We'll see, Rick. That was some boldness. I'm that sure was. you made that an had, enemy. That had Twitter talking. I'm sure you made an enemy enemy with uh, Derek and and, 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 and and Earl. Earl, you're probably Earl's motivation. He got your face on the bag right now. Well, I can tell you I'm like 90% sure Earl heard because um, I've said it before on the on air. I do have a in with Earl, a friend of his, uh, that we're pretty good friends. And I know he heard it. He messaged me about it, and we chopped it up a little bit. But he had heard Rick say that a long time ago. So, um, anyway, I'm, I'm, that's why that's Rick, the ten percent that I'm not sure because I don't know if he'd bother. You know, he, Earl probably already heard it. And he was like, didn't want to say it again. But anyway, shout out to Rick and Javier Caputillo, man, trainers that uh, understand we out here grinding and respect what it is that we do. Give us access to their fighters, inside tips, and then even go to extra mile. And uh, drop a little super chat for some lunch. Leo, yesterday was amazing, man. I'm still blown away. I wish uh, I wish I had another gym to go to. I swear, it was crazy. You think they'll yesterday. let me? Uh, you think they'll let it? Oh, but the Charlo fight will be way over by then. Yeah. But yeah, but, but but I could but just go to y'all's here. gym though. Like check it out though, right? Of course, and you'll be here for the Javanta buildup. Yeah, I'll be here for the for the week of the fight. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, that'll be fun. We, we'll have like a little mini uh, nah, appreciation day. At yeah, the, we at the will, thing. man. We will. We will. I'm gonna have to talk to Stainless. I'm gonna tell Stainless to fly in. I'm gonna invite some some select people to the crib. Uh, yeah, might as well. You already in up. town. That's why I said I told my Jimbe yesterday. You know, especially, yeah. especially people that's close. You know what I mean? If you're exactly. close, if you it's not gonna be a, a a dent in your wallet during COVID. Might as well sure. come through and smoke a little L. We got Justin in Jersey. What's up? This young Justin. Where were you Hello. at? Oh, this is not young Justin. This is another Justin. I, can y'all hear me? Oh, it is. Young. Is it young Justin? Yep. Yeah. yeah, the one that's been watching for a little while, you know. Your voice changed already, champ. Video. 
Yeah, I haven't called in about a year. Uh, you know, I, I'm i not going to lie, I lost a little bit of interest in boxing. You know, some of the fights I wanted weren't being made. But, you know, I, I've been watching the UFC, interviewing some guys over there. But, yeah, I love boxing, so I got my interest back in it. I always admit it, but... I mean, yeah, De- Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury should be made, you know, by the end of the year, probably around December, something like that. You know, uh, not really much talk on the situation, but, you know, as far as Deontay Wilder goes, I just think he's, I, I he's going to lose the fight again. I mean, I think I might have called after the Wilder uh, Fury fight the second. I'm not sure, probably not. But, yeah, I don't think, you know, February to December or at the end of the year is enough time to change your style, the right-hand style, the, you know, setting it up behind all the jabs and then winging a big right hand. I, I just don't think it'll work against Fury. Fury with the feints. Always staying, you know, pressuring Wilder. I think, uh, you know, it'll just be a replica of the second fight. Well right. said. Well, all right, Justin, man. Thank you Yo, for calling real in. Real quick, I, I got I to gotta comment on Justin's call. I got to. Boxing. Are you listening, boxing? Are you listening? You just had someone call in who's young enough to end up in the demographic that is the most coveted demographic of them all. That's the 18 to 35, right? That is the single most coveted, um, uh, you know, demographic on TV when it comes to ratings and when it comes to specifically people buying airtime, right? Sponsorships and, and, and commercials and all that. You just had somebody who clearly understands the sport at a high level, right? Tell you, that you're not making the fights, and I'm not going to watch. I'll go to UFC where they are making the fights. Boxing, wake the freak up, bro. Wake up. This is what's happening, yo. This is what's happening. People are just tuning out. The fans of tomorrow, are ju- they're, they're, ju- they're leaving, bro. It, it's becoming an older sport, and, and it's always been an older sport. You know, and, and, and you know, because listen, when I was a kid and I was watching, I had a lot of friends to talk boxing with. I've been debating this stuff. I've been calling De La Hoya the best in the world ever. You know, I've been arguing the Trinidad fight. I've been arguing Mike Tyson wasn't the best ever. Like, we've been having these debates when I was in middle school and high school. But but it, it's like, yo, they don't have anything to debate. Like, the fights, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I heard Justice call. It's like, it sucks. But I absolutely 100% understand where he's coming from. And I guarantee you that that, what he said, is happening more often than not. Boxing, man. Wake the freak up, bro. Wake up. You're losing these guys. You're losing them all. Word. We got CYP. What it is is that Mario wants boxing to be controlled by one white dude like UFC so they can complain and cry about how much money they don't get because they're controlled. Not happening. Boxers are independent contractors. They make more money. So boxers don't give a shit what you're talking about. I'm, I speak for the athlete, not the fan, because that's my realm, not fans. Secondly, when it comes to Tyson Fury, y'all got to understand, this man ain't never fought two top-level fighters back-to-back. He has never done it. He is afraid to do it. That's why he keeps twiddling his fingers, trying to get up out of it. You're not getting it tuned up, my guy. You got to go back-to-back like Wilder was doing with Luis Ortiz and yourself two different times. 
you got to go through that gauntlet, buddy. Then you got to, if you win, you got to go fight right. He don't want that kind of schedule. Last but not least, doesn't it feel crazy for the people who hate Wilder, talk about Wilder, begging, begging to see his face, begging to hear him talk? Y'all some losers. It tells you that y'all really just Wilder fans. And stop pretending like y'all hate him. Because y'all hated somebody, you damn sure don't care if they talk. Y'all need to grow up. A-side tactics. A-side tactics. You sign my contract, that means I, you move, I move. Just like that. Listen, first of all, that's a great point about Fury. I didn't think about that. I don't think you can hold it against him because who would want that kind of schedule? But that's a great point. I didn't think of that. Second of all, the Wilder thing, that's what I said. I think it's weird that so many people that are negative about him want to see him right now. You know, it's it's weird. Uh, that said, though, I, I listen, I never said anything about using the Dana White model. I just said they were losing them to the UFC, which is true. It's just a fact. Okay. The point is, is that Dana White's a shady dude. I don't want boxing ran like that at all. You know, so don't don't interject, uh, uh, you know, another point into a broader point that I'm making. I'm just saying that ultimately there is a competitor who doesn't pay their fighters and treats them like shit. But still, you know, the young fans don't care that they're, they're not thinking about that stuff. They just want to see fights. And I'm not talking about the fighters. I'm talking about the promoters, these people with egos that don't work with each other. So listen, man, I, I, I know the sport. I, I know the sport. Okay. I've been, I've been covering it for too long to not know how it works. So if I speak in generalities, you know, don't try to draw any specifics from them. Yeah, I am a Wilder fan. I still want him to come out and say something. I want him to, you know, like back in the day, he'd have been like, man, Fury, shut your ass up. You know I'm fighting you. Like, at least an Instagram post like that. But, I mean, I get it. He has taken some heavy heat in the media with uh, other, says, other things that, you know, uh, people say he may have said and not said. So, I get I get, but uh, but you understand that the hate, like what what I think CYP's point is, is that the the hate draw it drowns out the love. Like I don't I don't I think there are probably more messages that you come across where people are like, man, this man just ducking. Oh, this man's gone missing. Like all this BS, right? Mm -hmm. Then you see people like you know I genuinely want to hear how Wilder's doing. Like oh man, you know how's the fam? You know. How's everything? Like, you don't see that stuff because the people like the ugly memes and all that crap. That's the stuff that gets thrown up to the front of your timeline. Throw up, like, regurgitate. Uh, we got Steve in Chicago. What up? My town up a town. Hey, Daddy, this is a dollar beat. I drink soda, I eat pizza. I hang out with chicks all day. These fighters still can't beat me. Yo, good morning. Buenos morning. Days. You know, I would have loved for you to ask that girl, especially at her age, and, and hear her response in what made her get into boxing or what, what drove her to that. Because I'm telling you, in this area where she's at, there's a hell of MMA women fighters. And there's a hell of shows put on by local promoters in MMA. They get sponsorships from, you know, different businesses around here. So I'd be curious to hear what drove her down this path. But 
Hey, man, but really, I got another question here. I want to talk about that Pick'em League again. You know, it's funny you to need, me. You need Mitty for that, bro. Mitty and Joe. I, I honestly, this hey, is... This hold up, hold up. No, hold on. You guys put a post up with the rules after the week. Why? why does it make sense? I put the post up after the week because someone asked for the rules. So I said, Mitty, exactly. send me the rules. Exactly. That was the point I was trying to make last night. This thing, that should have been a trial run, and the thing should start now, because now we know what's going on. A lot of us didn't know. It's not just me. I've seen a few people ask that, questions. But that's, about what was, that was lack of paying attention, Steve, because remember, we did do a trial uh, run. Right. Listen, listen, sure, listen, so. listen, brother, listen. We did a trial week, remember? Mm -hmm. We did a trial week, and I lost. I was six Play. I had six wins out of ten. Doomy had nine out of ten, and 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 nobody got ten for ten because one of the that fights didn't happen. That was the Duarte week. Like we did a trial week, brother. During the Duarte week, you didn't notice. That's like a week worth of shows. It's not our fault. We did a trial week, and then remember, I even said to Mitty, like, "Yo, why you ain't tell me this was for the Pick'em League?" And I got six. And he's like, "Nah, we starting." This week. And I was like, oh, great. And then we all knew Jonah Carl was the first fight. Like, you didn't know Jonah Carl was the first fight? No, I did. I did know that. But what I was trying to tell you was that I didn't know that you had to pick every single Even you made a comment last week that it should have been Maine and Co-Maine. So come on, man. I, I, I'm speaking seriously now. You, you even said they put too many damn uh, low-level fights on there. You said it. Yeah, but Steve, again, again, I am like you, a participant that doesn't 100% like it. I'm not involved. Joe and Mitty did it, so yeah, there's fights that I don't like. But it's boxing is global. We can't just do PBC and top rank. It's global. I never said that. I never said that. I never said that. I said main and co-main. I never said that. I I, I picked. Yeah, uh, but, but 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 this is a hardcore show, dude. To do main and co-main, we're disrespecting how many dudes on the undercard that are good. A Jogba's probably never I think been a co-main. We're co -main. too good for that. I, well, I know that sounds cocky. I think we're too good for that. Come on, Steve. I think Steve. we're too good. You want to do two fights per <laughs> card, bro? You said it yourself that there was too many. You said it. Yo, but listen, but you're going in and out for one, and two, gotta let you go, that was hella time. Three, just because I said it don't make it law. Like, just because I'm uncomfortable with unnamed fighters doesn't mean the rules should change. It's a yeah, hardcore, it's yeah. a hardcore they boxing did cut it, show. Though, they did cut it. They did. They did cut the fights from that first week. They cut. There was way more that we had to pick from, and they cut them. They but cut listen, a bunch my of point them. is this. If we had only Maine and, and Co-Maine, we wouldn't know about Chris Congo. So what if he becomes yeah. a gem? If we only had Maine and Co-Maine, that means Edgar Belanga can never make it? Like, it don't make sense, bro. Ajagba never Co-Maine yeah. yet. He never been a main. Like, you know how many fights you leaving out because you want to do? That's too easy, bro. That's like, right. that's a fantasy casual league. Message. You know, we doing pro and Amy. What up? Uh, Andre DeCondo. But I'm asking Rick your question. 
Andre Dakota with the super chat says, I am always at the post office and UPS sending out my eBay and Amazon merch. I'm free for the rest of August before school opens. What kind of help you need? Yo. What? You he want a real ship? One. You a real one, Dre. He said he want a ship. He's a real one right now. Let me I read guess. that. that Listen, my man. That, Yo, that's Andre, Andre, I'm glad you even said something. Forget shipping. And by the way, CYP got a counterpunch. Forget shipping. You in the area, and you already been here, man. October 24th, we're going to watch the Javonta Davis fight live. So far, Enrique Zinn is me, Enrique Dumi, Mario. My Gene best said he coming. And my boy Keem already talking about how far is it from, from, from Connecticut? So we gonna we gonna have Keem in the building, uh, and 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 Andre, you right there, man. You might as well. You've been here. I think you was wasn't you here for the? I might be tripping, but I think if he wasn't here for the AJ Ruiz, he was definitely here for another live fight, like that we watched together. But anyway, Stonebone, what up? What up? What up? What up? Chilling. Hey, uh, listen. Water don't water don't need to. Got about CYP. Apologies, CYP. We'll go right back to you after him. I'm sorry. You want to go to him and come back? Oh, good. Thank you, brother. Go ahead, CYP. Apologies, man. No issue. No issue. My issue is with Big Nick. Little Nick. Listen, man. I'm sick of you talking. You say, I don't debate. I'm corny. I'm not intelligent. I make no sense. I'm like a teenager. Cool, cool, cool. There's only one dude on here who's a triple rank. There's only one dude on here who's nominated for Calder of the Year back to back. There's only one dude who gets people to actually pay their hard-earned money to hear him continually talk those teenage debates. You were in the back call arguing with people. Everybody got in on you. We exposed you. You admitted that you only started watching boxing because of AJ. Listen to what I just said, people. He only started watching boxing because of AJ, but he's in this chat every day typing, telling everybody what's, what is and what ain't about boxing. Dude, you a clown. Call in. Stop typing. You've been here. Do your thing, my man. Stop hating on me because you don't have the balls to be like me. Not, and don't, don't forget, you even type in all caps because of me. You are a follower and a weirdo, my guy. Get wild out your, out your mouth and get me out your hindsight, my man, because I'll murder you every... CYP was back-to-back nominated for Call of the Year? Um, I mean, he's had people nominate him, so I guess that's what he's saying, like two back different... Yeah, we like, say he won one. I know he won once, one, but one, I didn't what? know he was nominated. Won one what? He we won Call of the Year, didn't he? Nah, they self-proclaimed. We oh, never, we never okay. voted because we don't have a date. The minute we have a, because we didn't have a, a date. appreciation night. Exactly. Yeah. The minute we have a date, gotcha. we vote. We do the poll. We do the vote. We get a winner. But it seems like everybody basically like lets that ride, though. Like he said that a lot, and like, a lot nobody's of people, ever questioned that. A lot of people probably are gonna vote for him. He's like the unofficial. I call, think they're gonna vote for him. Oh, he means nominated for two years. He just wrote it. He means nominated for two years. Yeah, so no, 19 I got and that. 20. I didn't know that though. I didn't know he I knew he hey, won yo, that year. Midi, like, what up, Midi? Ahead, Midi? What up, Midi? Can you hear me? We hear you. Yes, sir. We got you. You sound you sound good. Hey, hey let me ask you a question. You know, when you go to uh, when you're at school and you take an exam, all right? Mm-hmm. You ask the teacher to only mark you for the, for oh, the answer man, that he, you know. He's coming for Steve. <laughs> he's coming for Steve, yo. <laughs> oh, man, he set it up so good, too. Yo. With that calm yeah. voice, right? Like, oh, beautiful. I, don't, yeah, my, my man I think we cut like, you off. I think normal, bro. You got to say it because we cut you off. Because once I realized where this was going, I, I started. Yeah, no, but, like, 
that, that's the truth, man. It's like you go to the exam and you tell the teacher, you know, there's 100 questions, but I only know 20 of them. Can you just mark me for the 20 but questions what about, that I know? But what about his argument that um, the rules came out after the contest they were, started? No, they, did, they didn't come out after. They were posted after. That's true. Like, and that's because like a lot of people ask for them, and that makes sense. And you know, in hindsight, yeah, you know, it probably would have been good to just put them out there, no problem. But remember, you had those rules like like from week one, right? Uh, and Joe can just like uh, confirm that we wrote a word document and we put it out there, right? It wasn't posted on the show. On the show, we read those rules. We answered question. You know, that's true that people will just miss, like, a few things on the show and all that. But that guy is a liar. That guy listened to those shows. That guy listened to those shows and says, I fall asleep during the UK card. I ain't give a fuck about those cards. I ain't picking those dudes because I don't know them. No problem. You don't have to pick them. You don't have to listen to them. You don't have to watch them. Don't play. But don't come and ask to be number one because you pick two fights out of 20 and then you got those two right. Yeah, don't worry about it. Just like, don't stress yourself. Just play whatever you want to play and then ride with it, man. Just get out of it. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! I'm ready! Yo, this has been a little, a little, brew, a little beef that's been brewing, yo. I got CYP and J-Mac and you got Steve, bro. It's like... No, but I'm always, you know, I'm always calm and quiet and all those things. But that approach doesn't work with that knucklehead. You know, <laughs> that approach doesn't work. You know, you have to tell him, like, you know, you need to stop doing those things, you know. Like, <laughs> just mind yourself. And then Yo, why did that you know? sound so parental? Like, you need to stop because doing Because I'm those his things. dad. Because I'm his dad. <laughs> Steve, you better not stand for this. Listen, let me get to Stone Bone Mitty. You had a control today. He got the chat on fire. Uh, Stone Bone. Buenos dias. What up, what up? <laughs> hey. Hey, Mitty, I ain't letting that ride, man. You better back up on Midwest Steve, man. Midwest stick together. Steve about to pull up with them chopsticks from Chirac on you. You don't want that problem. Steve tied in. Steve tied in. Chirac on his end. You heard the intro, Mitty. We hear your intro, and we hear uh, we hear Steve intro. Steve got more street cred than you, Mitty. You too comfortable, too docile. You UK guys done got comfortable. You, little Nikki, and all you guys need to take a seat. Israel, Izzy, Eddie, whatever them dudes' name is, have a seat. But back to Wilder Fury. Listen, Wilder don't need to Ness. Wilder don't need to say nothing. When when we sitting here, we've been sitting here for months talking about fights without crowds. We hear Bob Barron. We hear everybody involved saying, "Look, we're trying to figure out to be able to do that fight with a crowd. We can't we can't pay them thirty million apiece." without it being a crowd, just off of pay-per-view alone. So, Wilder, anything Fury say, he's not a promoter. He's not controlling the fight. He acting like Wilder is sitting here saying, hey, COVID spike in this, in this city so I can't have a crowd so me and Fury can't fight. We just got to be realistic and look at how he's looking at it. Like uh, Brian Custer said, like I've been telling y'all, Wilder don't need to be saying nothing but talking and communicating with his team and figuring out how to beat Fury because that's what it's going to take. Running his mouth in the media and doing interviews and stuff like that, that ain't how you sharpen your skills to be able to beat a fighter of fury magnitude. I hear you, but I do want an interview, man. I ain't gonna Yo. front. I do. Oh, I would 
I would me, love it. I mean, I don't know to... if I'd be a part of it, but yes. Oh, that's all I was going to go to. Go Steve, ahead. Steve, you've been given a few boomerangs here, champ. They want your rebuttal. The, your, your public has spoken, and it looks like my gene bear has given you one, and so has Big Super Mex in Plainview, Texas. So you want them both back to back, or are you going to break them down? No, we'll break them up, but I'm gonna tell you something. He's calling me. A, he's calling me a knucklehead. Who's the knucklehead? He just admitted that he made a mistake by putting out the rules after the fact. So who's the knucklehead? You know, he he just admitted that. And all I'm saying is, is I wasn't the only one. Sony called last night, and other people posted on the thing that nobody understood what was going on. So is it fair now to start off the week? Hey, man, it's one week. Redo it. We got a ton of fights to go. What is the what is the issue? What would be the issue in redoing? It's not. I'm not talking about the pro league. If this was the paid league, me and him would be having a different conversation. Okay. So this ain't the paid league. So he ain't got a trip on that. So what we're talking about is for the other non-paid league is we just reset it. What would be so big? About that, you tell me. Cut it. Cut it. All right, that's Cut one. Oh, I tell you. I tell you, like who? Like, Ness, Ness, and please tell him, right, Ness. And I hope you can answer that. Like, who post on Patreon, Ness? Didn't you have that word document, like from the very beginning of this? I, from the very I beginning had, of the. I, of I the had week. the word document. Whenever the email says, I'm not. I'm not not trying to confirm with you. I'm just simply saying that I didn't know when you sent it, right? I text Mitty and said, Mitty, someone wants the rules. And he said, bro, I nah. been... Listen, Mitty, relax, so, so, relax. So that, that that's like, the, that's the two weeks ago. Like, you know, Mario's smiling because Mario can tell you. Mario saw that word document. Do me saw that word document. I dropped that in the sky. Uh, but wait, sky, let me, let me, uh, let me, chat. let me talk. Wait, let me talk. Are 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 right, we talking about are we talking about two different things? Because maybe that's what I'm saying. Remember, no, two, they're di- not two different. Remember, they're remember, like two right. days ago. He sent ago. it. He sent hear it. Hear me out. Just hear me out. Because I'm not. Okay, try- I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm not trying not to defend you. I'm just giving you my information the way that I got it. I don't remember a, a word, Doc. All I know is a Patreon hit me and said, "Yo, are there any rules for the league?" And I. Turn to my phone and text Mitty. Mitty, are there any rules? And Mitty told me, bro, I've been sent to that. I said, can you resend? He resent. I re I post it and that's it. Mitty, let me let me get let me let me get that story makes sense hundred percent and it might have it might have happened like that. Mitty is like yeah, go for it. Listen, Mitty, I, the only reason I want to interrupt you is because I want it to be very clear. If anybody takes an L here, it's me. Uh, this L belongs to me. I've been doing fantasy and pickums for football, baseball, basketball, MMA, boxing for, I would say, probably, I don't know, since I was like 22, I'm 33. So but almost like about a decade now. I knew better than to start this game without the rules being posted. Nobody else watches any other sports in that configuration except probably joe but i don't know if he's done fantasy or anything if anybody takes an l here it's me i should take the l because i was just as excited as y'all and i knew better 
Mario, there are no peacemaking to do. Don't worry about it. No, no, no. I'm just being real. Yeah, but you don't have to take L's for anyone. The the simple fact of the matter is, you know, between Info Joe and myself, we sat down and we said, we got to write those. We got to write those. And at the same time, this is not like a dictatorship. So we're going to have to run it by you guys. Like, so we just like put that on the, in a Word document. We send that in the chat about two weeks ago. And, I, you know, I even asked you guys, hey, can we just make sure that we just come on a pre-pro, pre-pro half an hour or 15 minutes before the show so we can run it, run past this. That's what's going to be read on the show. And that's, that's going to be the rules, right? And we all went through that. So that happened. Whether it was posted on Patreon or not, that's true. It wasn't posted on Patreon until recently. And yes, that's probably a mistake. That's what I said. But the rule existed. The rule were read. And it is what it is, you know. Now, let me ask you before I bring him on. Uh, can you answer his question about how hard it would be, or why you think it's uh, a, a bad idea to reset it's, the, the free league? It's not hard. It, it's not hard, uh, but it's a bad idea because you know we have seventy-five participants, and this week again doesn't indicate that there was like much more new participants right and those 75 people got it right except from like steve and maybe sony and and you know that's what we have like so that's not fair on the vast majority of people that got it right to reset for the sake of like three or four points because steve now wants to be interested in a uk fight and i like that I love the fact that he's now willing to just open up his horizon and just like do research on some fight that he would have usually not give a damn about and sleep on. So that's cool. But, you know, that's now, what he is, now, man. Now, Mario, as this guy, because, Steve, I'm coming right back to you after Mario, so prepare yourself. So, Mario, because you got another boomerang from, from uh, uh, Joseph. So, Mario, as this guy, self-proclaimed, been in so many of these pick'em leagues and fantasy boxing, I mean, you know, fantasy leagues, um, how hard is it for Steve to get out of this deficit that he feels he's in? Um, to be honest with you, I don't know how far behind he is. That said... He's not far. I think he's got seven points. Seven, seven points. points. So the, the leader, the leader has twelve points. So listen. So uh, he's five the, away yeah. from the top spot, which is real Najachuk at twelve. I'm not gonna lie. With the fights that we have left during this time and the competitive fights that we're likely to see, it's probably gonna be a little difficult. That said, it does reset every month in the pro league. Yes, the year league is gonna continue on, but that's just an overall winner, which is definitely something cool. But the pro league is where it's at. And you can sit out the rest of the month and restart in September. It's no issue. For me, I'm just going to continue to pay because it's $5 a week. And I'm not saying that that's you know, cool for everybody. Some people don't have it. That's fine. You know, I might not have it all the time, but I got it right now. I'll pay. I'm good. You know, and that, that's what it is. But if you want to be in the pro league and you don't and, and you didn't understand the rules or, or whatever happened, it'll reset in September. It's all gravy. It's all good. That said... I would have preferred a league that we had like a three-month time span per season. So every season is three months, 
You know, that way we could reset Hell it totally. Because, no, but but, but we, listen, what's gonna happen? This that's is what's why, gonna happen. That's why somebody's this gonna get to the top of that deal. leader spot in the amateur league, and it's gonna be worthless for the people at the bottom. You're gonna have people stop picking no, because, because they're so listen, far out of contention. It resets every month for the pro league, for all leagues, right, Mitty? No, amateur stays the way it is for for the rest of the year. Really, Mitty? Mitty? I guess he can't. Yo, talk. can you hear me? We hear you yeah, now. We hear you we now. Hear you now. One second, like remember, like we started in August, right? So we're talking about between now and August and um, and the end of the year. It's yeah, six months, bad. right? So you have like that that six months league, and that's to coincide with like the uh, the appreciation, like the uh, end of the year awards, right? So how are you yeah. gonna give like an end of the year award like on? yearly picker like for someone who's got it for three months like so that you know you have rational in all you know in all those things right so no no, no. listen yeah, i'm okay. not saying that uh, i'm not saying that an in like i'm not saying that we shouldn't have an overall tally all i'm saying is that we should have multiple winners what, throughout the week what you can add I mean, throughout what the, you throughout the add, season what, what you can add is to have like the year you can have the yearly tally right so yeah. you get the points for the rest of the year but you can easily add a monthly winner, even in the amateur league, right? You can just oh, say, oh, yeah, perfect. For this month, actually, Steve was number one because this month he decided to stay awake and watch fights. <laughs> and, you know, and, but, uh, you know, <laughs> buy it, stop it, man. You know, what? You know, let me get, to, like, I'm, let I'm me get to Steve. What up, Steve? Comfortable with you? Look, look, he's saying he don't want to be a dictator, all that. Okay, let's put it as a poll. Who wants to reset? Who thinks that that wasn't fair? Because I'm telling you, it's not just me. There's a few people that didn't understand or didn't know what was going on. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Give me your guess on how many people you think it is out of the 80. Total. I would say at least twenty five percent. You've talked to at and least twenty five percent. Based on what? Based on what, my friend? Based on if you looked at how many people picked each fight, you could do that right now. See if you got the same. How many? You don't, you, you don't have that data. You, you don't have that data, so you can't. You can't know that. I have that data. I'm not asking you. I'm asking you. I'm asking him. I'm, He's got that I'm, data. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I told I told you earlier. There's more people and way more, way more than uh, talking. You could look at the data. The data will tell you how many people didn't pick those fights. But All I right. said, All right. knows Steve, Steve, no problem. Steve. I will. I will Steve. tell you. No problem. So what? What you. is it that you would like to see? Because we can screenshot the data. There's no biggie. Look, I don't care about taking it all that. I don't care who went. I don't, it's not about that. It's about why would you put the rules after the fact? That's my whole point. Simple mistake. You know, Did you listen to the show? Simple yeah, it was, it was my L. I'll take the L on that. You're Simple right. Mistake. I don't disagree with you, Steve, but... Here's the thing. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. But at the same time, I I think that we went over them enough on air that people 
could have understood. You know what I mean? But it's not your fault if you missed this show, you missed that show. Bottom line is, the rules should have been attached to the first yeah. ever post. Trust me. I know. I'm just saying, in general, if you missed it, I'm just saying, in general. <laughs> Yo, just think of it like this. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Think of it as border wars. Think of it as boxing bars. It's going to take a few weeks, guys. It'll get perfect after a few weeks. CYP, counterpunch. Yo, this this is serious, yo. Mitty and Steve had a disagreement on something that had nothing to do with a lot of us because we're not involved. And y'all got to go in the chat calling Steve a MAGA supporter with his MAGA hat. Like, look, man, this is what we're talking about. Steve ain't bothering nobody. He don't disrespect nobody. But the UK callers, all not, not, not callers, chatters, always have to take it somewhere else. All I'm asking us to do is either monitor that or get a UK versus USA border wars cracking for real. Big Nick, Lil Nick, Lil Nicky, you got to come. Carlito, you got to come. Jeff Gordy, you got to come. Y'all run your mouths too much. If y'all really want problems with us, we'll give them to you. We've been beating you up for 100 years. We'll beat you up again. If you, if you don't want to talk boxing, if you don't want to talk boxing, cool. But don't say nothing on that chat that you won't say in person. Neither one of you will say none of that to me in person. Everybody here knows one thing for sure, that in person, I'll show them hands. So if you really want to take it past boxing, disrespect people who ain't saying nothing to you. Cut it, cut it, cut it. So 704, 704 is not in the chat? Yeah, he is. I mean, I'm here's the sure. thing. I'm pretty sure Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Some of the people that were saying that are, you know, wrenched up. So uh, it's up. like, yeah. So, you know, people, listen, I think that, I think that it's unfair to come at Steve like that. There's never been one moment in time with me on the show that he's ever come across as anything other than a passionate boxing fan. So I think it's an unfair thing to say about him. And and I'm glad CYP said something. Honestly, I feel, I feel kind of like a bitch for not saying anything myself. Um, you know, I, I should have said something, uh, but, hey, um, listen, it's normal in the chat. People should not be doing that period. You're right. In the you're chat, right. Right. At the same time, Mario, like, you know, there are some people that ask for that thing. Like, so, you know, if you're going to go and go crazy, like, and I'm not even talking about Steve, right? But Because I don't think he does that. But if you're going to go and go crazy and give shots, you got to take shots back too. However, people in the chat, that's not cool. They should at least call. <laughs> call and talk, you know? Call and tell people what they feel, you know? But yeah. The chat no, is full of those kind of back and forth, man. Yo, Riffy King, or Riff King, my bad, is hilarious. Like, I feel like that's me typing on that end. He said, if they reset, we riot. <laughs> that's hilarious, bro. That's so funny. Uh, Yo, shout out Jordan Carter with a super chat. Says, shout out Spence and Garcia for fighting the top of their division. Wish others would do the same. Meanwhile, Bud turned down Thurman and Porter. Shaking my head emoji. Um, so Steve, I got your answer. I, qu- uh, I got your question answered. You see, you see how much I. This is the I do I do small things like this for each y'all for each of y'all. So uh, Rick says uh, Chicago has a busy MMA scene. There is a lot of MMA gyms here, and there seems to be a local a lot of local shows. Summer picked boxing because at the time her MMA coach didn't give her a lot of attention. I gave her a ton of attention. 
Her father liked that. Her father liked that and liked that I had a plan for her. So shout out to Rick, man. He's out here moving like a like a true G and a uh you know, a dude that uh that can definitely be a good manager. Bro, Yo, people love the Midi Steve. Yeah, beef. I see that. I'm not gonna lie, I love it too. It's it's great. And, and I don't want people to because I here's the thing. I know Midi well enough to know that he would never take anything, you know, purse. Like he's just he's a good dude. I think I know Steve not well, Yo, let, but let well me, enough to know that he's got thick it. skin. So y'all are both it's it's cool. It's funny. Let, let me speak. I have nothing personal like that against him, right? I'm I don't think you do. No, nothing personal like that. But the problem is that I never understood where, you know, the shots were coming from because, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I, you can go back. Like, he's the one that always initiated those stuff and always thinking that I have, like, a, a UK versus US agenda. I think that's where it comes from. Maybe he can come and tell me if it's true or not, but I felt that this was what it was, right? But not knowing that I don't actually give a damn. Like, if my favorite fighter is in a fight and he happens to be from the U.S. against a U.K. dude, and I'm talk I'm going to talk about Crawford, for example. Like, you know, if you put Crawford right now against anyone, I will pick Crawford. There's not like U.K. versus U.S. or anything, right? And But I always felt that, you know, he, he thought that, you know, there's a problem with like bringing that UK perspective, but hey, man, I, I don't know, man. Like you know, but I, I ain't got nothing personal against him. I'll never go and say, oh, you know, let's fight, let's do this and do that. I, I, you know, I'm not crazy like that just to fight with random people I've never seen met, and have I have no animosity against him, man. I'm just trying to, you know, put it straight, right, and say, hey, you know, if you're gonna come at people, expect people to come back at you. All right, that looks yeah, like it's time to go to J Mac Boomerang. Yo, uh, can y'all hear me? Yes, sir. Let me be as fast as possible. All right, Steve, I respect you as OG. I ain't gonna lie. It felt a little different. Um, fun to hear somebody else go back and forth. So I was like, when Mini dropped off, I thought you had had him whacked or something like that. Because we know you got the mob ties, but I'm just joking around with it. Um, I do agree with CYP. Some of the dudes do say something um, a little a too slick in the chat, and it should be uh, tapped. 704 been trying to give him a little leeway because he get blamed for everything. So 704 might need to get back on and being tight on it. But also when they cry to you, Ness, you got to understand why 704 be on the ass so much. Um, quick, uh, my last thing is, uh, oh, um, Keith Thurman. Five, six years ago, Keith Thurman asked Floyd for $10 million to fight Arrow. It's funny how 10 million always comes up. Then we just have a guy on here interviewing say he was fighting Arrow for 10 million in Jesus name. Amen. Only thing Keith Thurman was missing with the offer was he forgot to say the amen afterwards. That's my call. <laughs> Word. Alleged offer. But bartenders will believe anything Bud and Bo Max say. That's supposed to be just like I'm going to believe whatever Wilder say. You know, I, I get you. Here's the thing. He's responded. Now let's see what Thurman says. Because Terrence called him but on why, it, right? Why, why does Thurman have to do it? Listen, Bud is a known Twitter gangster. Thurman don't got to do shit. His team called him. Al called Bob. Bob went to the media. If Bob wants to negotiate, if Bob thinks the number is high, he needs to counter. 
That is the process. Thurman Listen, don't... Excuse no. me. I'm not done. Thurman don't ahead. need to go make a new offer. They need to counter. That is how business works. Listen, all I'm saying is you're not being realistic. Because you're trying to say that Thurman doesn't need to say anything because he didn't... Because this never came from him. You are 100% right. But do you think... Really, do you think that logic exists out there in the world? I think I think you've been I think you haven't been on on Twitter enough over the last couple of years to see that rationality is just sucked away from that place completely. So, does Thurman have to respond? No, not in reality, but in today's world, he's going to be held to that to those words. Just like Wilder has been unfairly uh, held to some of the things that he said now that came out like, oh, that was an excuse for him losing like this. Oh, the suit, blah, blah, blah. Like some of the stuff he didn't even really say. It was like people in his team. And so it's like one of those things where uh, I don't know. I just think that you're not looking at the reality of it. I'm not saying Thurman has to respond or will respond, but at the end of the day, he is going to be held accountable. Unfair or not, but still going to be held this accountable. Is, this is why you and I are like always heading against each other because you really love, everybody else says I always that take I agree it, with you I always every day. take it I always take it like you just pander to the to 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 whatever like group of people is gonna defend you for the day of the show and it's like I don't on, I don't bro. see how you saying that because like, we weren't even talking that because we weren't, we're talking Fury Wilder exactly and the topic changed and here you are you know and I defended Wilder today when everybody was, thinks that I hate cool, him cool all I'm saying is bro it's unrealistic if I already took it out of social media by contacting your promoter Come on, bro. Now I got to go back on social media and defend myself? Like, no, counter, man. But anyway, I'm ending it. We're done. There's no more no more counter punches, right? You guys are crazy. Well, we that's get why, to the next yo, show, with so. this crazy logic, that's why we'll never get a good fight out that side well, of the listen, team. Listen, okay. Well, never. I hope that your energy never. changes in the next 15, 20 minutes because we got a show that is going to bring it up again. So, Jared Lloyd. Be ready. Jarrett Lloyd, Crawford will always be hot garbage burning in the metropolitan alleyway. I just watched that Thurman interview, and Bud is looking real bad right now. See, and, and, and look at that. You want to say, like, I pan? Listen, I, I, la I laugh at Jarrett Lloyd's tweets, I mean, messages all the time. I think they're hilarious. I love them. At the end of the day, I also know that Terrence Crawford beats every welterweight in in the world. Uh, you know, maybe not Pacquiao, but he beats every other welterweight in the world. I know that. You know? Yeah. It's a Mario fact. I hear you, champ. Well, uh, we got last minute Elijah. Yo, Nazi, you good? Morning, champ, or afternoon for you. So, yeah, I just want to say something, yeah? Mm -hmm. another, you... wild, another wilder story? You're part of the reason why Wilder got battered. You lie for him continuously. You're weak. You make up things for other people, but when Wilder does the same thing, you brush it aside. You just now said when someone makes an offer, you counter. Wilder didn't make any offers apart from a 24-hour, 50 million deadline offer. You need to grow up and man up and stick to your word. Stop pandering to Wilder. Wilder does nothing for you. All he does is come in your gym and chat rubbish on the camera. 
Fix up and stop. How do you know it's rubbish? You're how a grown you, how man. You rubbish? How do you know it's rubbish? Did you watch it? See, you're interrupting me again. Let me finish, then you can talk. Stop interrupting this. Oh. You don't like when people interrupt you. Stick to your own word for once. Be a man and stand for something. Just like Wilder says. Mm. I'm done. You're done. Elijah, yo, Damn, I'm Elijah. just happy that, you know, like we got a UK version of CYP. Like y'all need someone brave enough to talk for y'all. You know what I mean? Finally, finally, you know, me and CYP been calling that for, 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 for quite some time now. Like, don't just be in the chat chatting it up. You know, poor, uh, unfortunately, Elijah's, uh, you know... You know, YouTube name stays getting blocked because he's got like all troll accounts. But at nah, least... I think he changed it because I seen him in there yesterday. Regular account. Yeah, no, he was in there name. as Elijah, but I'm pretty sure he got blocked because oh, I don't got... see him anymore. And well, then, listen, I, and then Ryan, not... I think Ryan or Carlito, one of the UK dudes, told me in the live show yesterday that that he was one of the other troll accounts, like one of those Wilder accounts. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Oh man, I was just about to pay him a compliment too. I was gonna say, no matter what you think about what he says, you do have to respect the fact that he goes at everybody. Like he don't, he's like CYP. You're exactly right because he's not trying to like suck up to somebody or but like he'll come after me do me you know uk guys like he don't give a shit he is ruthless if you do not agree with them uh speaking of cyp though cat 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 counterpunch yo let's stop the bullshit that dude ain't nothing like me that dude <laughs> <can't>... <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that dude that dude cannot accept facts i can accept that Everybody who is somebody in the boxing world has confirmed that the $50 million offer was real. From Lennox Lewis to Shelly Finkel to PBC to Showtime to, to billionaires to millionaires. Floyd Mayweather, whoever you want to talk to, they'll tell you, hey, what are you talking about? I guess because Eddie Hearn told them, they'll believe it. Elijah, you got to let that go, man. I really feel bad. That for, it's two years now. You're still saying that? Like, dude, you, 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 you got to, it's like, you know, they got that new Bill and Ted movie coming back, Back to the Future. It's like, dude, it's like he's Bill and Ted. He's still living back there. Like, my dude, wake your ass up, grab that almanac, get, 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 get them space shoes and get your ass away from Biff. Like, you tripping, you going back to the future. Like, let it go, dog. Everybody knows offer was real. We have moved on from it. Please stop saying that. That's the reason why you can't be like me. CCYP studies, gets the facts, then he comes and brings them to y'all with aggression, laughter, and, and, and straight raw intensity. That's how you be like me. Man, get your facts together, man. That's just pathetic, man. Let's move on. CYP out. All right. Yeah. Not for nothing, done. but I actually am really excited to see that movie. I don't know why. I what loved movie? it growing up as a kid. What movie? Bill and Ted. They uh, Excellent Adventure Park. They're making a third. A third. Oh, they already made goodness. it. They got a third one coming out. It's actually coming out. I think it better at the end not of the be month Keanu Reeves. It is Keanu. What? It's Keanu and the other guy. So they, he's they like got an daughters old, now. So he's like an old Bill and Ted. Yeah, it's an old Bill and Ted, but they for some reason are still using '80s lingo. But yeah, I, listen. I know it's probably gonna be trash, but I don't know. It's just a movie that. I like I loved as a kid, you know, just like Ghostbusters 4 coming out, bro. I'm there. I'm buying the early tickets. I'm getting all, you know, every I'm just I'm gonna be there on opening night. That's all I'm saying. All right. 
Well, catch us on the next show. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel because we are back with another one. Peace.